everyone, and happy Tuesday to you all. Summer is over, and we are back to school. I said it in my last cast. It's the start of a new year, at least in my books. And we're going to start the school year off right. Uh, I did an interview with my buddy, Khan. We're going to talk about that in a second. But first, if you listen to the last episode, episode 8, and uh, it cut around, cut out around the 28-minute mark, don't worry. It's re-uploaded again. If you really wanted to listen to it, all six of you that listen, uh, then you're going to get the opportunity to now because it's working fine. Oh, I got to give some shout-outs, too. I had some love. You guys are listening, and thank you for replying and responding back because sometimes it's weird when you're talking to yourself in a bubble, in a box. Uh, you don't know who's out there. So, read. Thank you. Chris, what's up, buddy? Thanks, thanks for the listen. And Joyce, we got people all the way from Ontario checking us out over here, and they aren't even related to me. That's the best part. So... Thank you guys all for listening. Thanks for supporting. And hey, if you want me to talk about something, you have something on your mind, uh, always welcoming you to be a part of the conversation here. But getting back into uh, talking with Khan and the interview that I had. So, my buddy Khan, some of you may know him if you've been following my podcasting career at all. He's been with, he's probably been with me. He's we he was with our show he did a lot of calling in on the oddly entertaining show. I've referenced him a few times. I think he's even been there since I was doing the live streams on the TCast. When I was doing the Google Hangouts and it was just me and Drew doing TCast live streams. That was like back in 2012. So definitely the guy's been a big part of my broadcasting career. We both went to journalism school together. And I wanted to have a sit down with him because he's always an entertaining cat. And this is also my first kind of big step in to having someone in studio again. I need practice. Like I said, I'm getting better at this whole one-on-one thing, but I'd like to have more people on the on the podcast than just myself. I think I'm entertaining, but I want I want some range. You got to grow. So I brought the setup over to Con's house, and the first part of the interview, well, I think I wanted to go for something a little informative. I'm like, what do we talk about? You know, we can just ramble about stuff, or do we want to have a purpose with this? And I tried to go with with having a purpose, so we tried talking about what the market's like in BCIT, and to be honest with you, I think both of us were pretty stiff for the first little bit of the conversation, and I listened back to it. It just didn't sound, it wasn't great. So I think the more interesting stuff is when we're rambling about boxing and uh, Rocky and talking about the different rank. Basically, we ended up power ranking the different Rocky movies. So I hope you enjoy this. It's going to be a little edited down, but I, I think that's that'll give you kind of an idea of what what it's all about. And I think we also got a little more comfortable talking. It's weird when you're talking into a microphone, you get suddenly get a whole lot more stiff, especially when you're talking to someone. Even if it's your friend. So, because you're trying to do a show, you're trying to present, and then you get into that, like, for me, I get into that mode of, oh, I gotta be, I gotta be Joe Broadcaster now. I can't just be Tej, you know? And then maybe that's the problem. You can probably sound, even, even then, if I was gonna be talking normally, be, hey, what's up, bro? You know, you know, like this thing, like that. Blah, blah. It's almost like being on a first date where you're just not sure 
what's going to happen, or really, you don't even really know the other person, what their instincts are. Having said that, con was great. I thought it was fun. I thought we both got comfortable by the end. I think for me, it was getting comfortable because I seemed so serious in the beginning. And I don't know why. Uh, so check it out. This is uh, my interview with Con. Con being the first guest on Unnecessary Noise. So, yay. Uh, here we go. Let's bring it in in three, two, Bob, Bob, Bowie. So uh, there's been all sorts of uh, interesting stories. And, you know, the, the most interesting one is always the next one for me. It's finding out how to, even if it's something somewhat boring, just trying to find that way to tell it that makes it interesting. So what's, what's the dream story? You could tell one story, any, anything at all you could do a documentary on. Let's say, any, yeah, carte blanche. Someone, someone gave you a grant. Oh, okay, so like my dream project, it would be. I know for sure what it would be. It would be like something. Get close to the mic, man. So the the my dream project would be basically one of those history documentaries where they have talking heads mixed with reenactments. Okay. I don't know what event <laughs> in history, but I would just love to film that mix of costumes <laughs> and then like the talking head stuff that I'm used to doing, but then also doing some sort of set piece stuff with with actors and uh, costumes and all that type of stuff. I love it. it I hope it's like the most boring event. Just <laughs> tap, I don't know, William Taft just like twirling his mustache or something. Yeah, something no. like, I mean, it's just like, it to just, start off, it doesn't have to be like that, no. but I mean, it could be something pretty dry. Some sort of war read. That'd be cool, though. Sure. I'll throw it out. Maybe like, uh, what is it? Uh, was it John L. Sullivan? The, the boxer, like the old 18 oh, yeah, yeah, boxer, yeah, yeah. Jack Johnson doing a documentary on them with some reenactments, doing those old-timey boxers. Like, that, that would, would be, be cool. cool. That would like, be really cool. Because they used to fight, like, what, 40 rounds? But the rounds were different. It's just, like, the way it was. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then, like, their training regimens were also crazy. The, there was a... It was quite different. I'm kind of veering the topic. No, do it, man. I don't even care. This is this is just... Heck, you know what? This might even just be the... This might be the podcast right here. I'll be like, hey, what's going to get you excited? Eh, boxing. <laughs> Well, that's that. That's my other biggest passion outside of my work is probably that. But just and so, watching boxing, the they're just the old training regimens. If you kind of read read about them, there's a lot of walking involved. <laughs> so they would like run a hundred meters and like walk uphill and just do like their their really? training regimes were quite quite different and be cool to do a video on that and just show reenactments about their bouts like there were some prolific figures back then so is this like before or after was it's the queensberry rules isn't that the official <coughs> name of the, what this is before the marks of queensberry okay. queensberry rules and uh, the queensberry they were that was that they they don't still use them is that still what they use today i'm sorry i'm so, yeah it is it is, is. yes yeah, so like the gloves i mean it's it's evolved over time yep. but it's like the gloves the ring the, the rounds, the time of the rounds, uh, that's all uh, Mark's Queensberry. That it's sort of standardized boxing. Before that, you had, it was kind of a free-for-all. A round, 
like there would be wrestling moves allowed in uh, old timey boxing before before the Marcus Queensbury. You could do throws. Um, I believe the end of a round could be a knockdown or a throw. Really? If I'm not mistaken. So yeah. they had a little amateur wrestling almost in there? A little bit, yeah. There was yeah. A, it was a little MMA-ish. Yeah. Well, here's... Well, the thing... It's funny. I wonder... I'm just wondering how interlinked now, pro wrestling and the early day, the early days of boxing and pro wrestling are. Because I don't know if... Like, I know that the North American pro wrestling uh, came in... It has its roots with, like, the strong man in the circus. You know, it would be like, I'll challenge you. Like, anyone, you know, the, the old ring barker would say, who can challenge my strong man? And usually you'd have a plant in the crowd, and that's kind of how that's how it started. So uh, I don't know if boxing was like that only with real people, but, like, you know, but... The, the mob influence in boxing is, like, the history of that as well, because... The betting and all that was part of it. So that's that's definitely there's definitely a lot of shady stuff going on in terms of. <laughs> are you about to run out? No, no. I'm just te- checking your levels. I'm I'm making sure that you're. My, my face is right at your mic. You think so? <laughs> but it's you. You have a very low low tone. It's a it's a low it's a low tone. You have good microphones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really don't. They look fancy. <laughs> Those apexes, I tell you. Uh, no, that's. I didn't know that about. I didn't know that about boxing, though. Well, I know the mob was like influenced, but I didn't know it was, did it. Um, did it actually? Was that part of the Queensbury? Like again, when? How far back does that go? That's a good question. I don't know uh, what the. Um I mean, that, that could have certainly played a fact. I'd just be speculating at this point. Yeah. Is maybe to help with the betting and yeah. the gambling aspect of it. Maybe that's why they implemented standardized rules. Interesting. So, well, the lore goes again. I go. I the, I don't know too much about the boxing, but I know about the pro wrestling. The lore of the idea behind pro, uh, how pro wrestling kind of was outed as being a, a scam or a fake. Um, not that it's bumps are still you know people can still get injured but it's choreographed uh, you still real to me <laughs> yeah it's still real to me damn it <laughs> you guys put your bodies on the line uh, they um, uh, what was it they, the guy was apparently printing printing off uh, scores or uh, for the newspaper he accidentally printed the next day's wrestling matches on on the day's paper well the match hadn't even happened yet so uh, that that came out they didn't change the finish of the match and sure enough they uh, the it was seen as wrestling was wrestling's a scam and it was and from the 1920s to about the 50s it was just kind of a pariah and then when television took over there became this kind of new golden golden era i think television with everything kind of took over I, I, it's hard to look back and imagine a time when that could have been even be thought of as controversial the fact that it's fixed and fake like yeah how can you not tell <laughs> it's the, just the, the throws i think you lose me like you have to suspend disbelief the moment you see someone get thrown into the ropes you know yeah. you literally when you whenever the irish whip they call it the what is it the irish whip that's the that's the name of the throw i know this because i used to pause 
my WWF Warzone for PlayStation One, and that you would, that's how you toss people in the name of tossing people under the ropes. Uh, they I learned all the wrestling moves from Warzone, but it's it's just funny. As soon as you t- like tug my arm, I'm just gonna I might go a step and just stop. I mean, you're not gonna hurl me five feet into the ropes by tugging one of my arms. You might dislocate my arm, but I don't know. It's interesting though that they thought that that would be too brutal if it was real. Now box and then so you had boxing, and then you've had UFC, and now we've evolved from. And we almost out? No, we're at four bars. We had boxing, MMA. No, no, it went from like, yeah, this weird, weird hybrid. So I don't know. They wanted to see, you wanted to see what real wrestling would be like. So you went MMA. I wonder where that's going to go. Maybe they'll, because it's kind of, the, they're meeting up again. <laughs> sort of. With the MMA and the pro wrestling. Well, you see more and more yeah. MMA guys cut wrestling style promos, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but was it, here's it's a little the, corny, but... Well, here's the other thing. was are, are MMA guys cutting wrestling promos, or were wrestling guys originally cutting boxing promos? You know when, when Muhammad Ali used to call people out in a flashy fashion? I mean, that was... That was fantastic. Now, Muhammad Ali apparently was allegedly a big... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Buddy Rogers fan from the old old days. But, I mean, at the same time, he was he would cut promos on, you know, like, like nobody's business. I wonder if he would have been a pro wrestler today. He did fight a, pro, a Japanese pro wrestler. Did he really? Antonio Inoki. It was like the first cross-discipline fight. This was back in the seventies. Antonio Inoki in uh, Japan. Did he? I yeah. heard the name Inoki. Antonio yeah. Inoki. That's really funny. Yeah, it was like. I wonder if that was for New Japan. Yeah, it was so. It was like a horrible fight. <laughs> like uh, Inoki kept flopping to his back <laughs> and like kicking the. I think he was trying to kick the legs and do stuff like that. Ugh. But it was just like a boring ass fight because nobody could take initiative to like, take it to their world. The, the, it was just like this weird stalemate. Weird. That is, yeah, well, I mean, he, the one guy has gloves on. Like, I'm assuming Muhammad Ali had boxing gloves on. Yes. Yeah, so aren't you just, you just tackle the guy. What's he going to do? He's going to punch <laughs> you in the back? I just I just don't see, I, I mean, that's the whole argument. If Connor had been able to fight Floyd, Connor, Connor fights Connor fights him with with all his tools and Floyd's fighting with the gloves on you can't grab anybody with those boxing gloves no no so, but, I, but you can hide the fact that your hands are plastered <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah that's right a little when, margarito <laughs> fair enough yeah well I mean I you did, did uh, what's his face um Ali win that match? That's what I want. I forget. Was that a disqualification? Uh, I think they both should have been disqualified, but that's not what happened. Either it was like some sort of a draw or a split decision of some sort to uh, Muhammad Ali. I don't know. It's uh, it was just a weird, weird spectacle. Yeah. Well, they've done that before, though. They've done that since, too. I mean, what is it? Mr. T boxing Rowdy Roddy Piper. There's that. You ever see, or did you ever see the the Brawl for All? Yeah, Bart Gunn. Yeah, Bart Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. No, okay. 
They have, yeah, Bart Gunn, he, uh, the whole thing was, yeah, they were supposed to have Dr. Death, it was supposed to be this big thing that Dr. Death, Steve Williams, was going to win this thing, but they decided to do a real f- boxing match, and Bart Gunn wins it. This no Bart hate. Gunn beat everyone. He's, he was a gold, gold glove amateur boxer, apparently. Then he actually fought a journeyman boxer in a yeah. boxing match, and he, he got his ass kicked. Butterbean, did you see, was that the Butterbean thing? Was it Butterbean? Yeah, because Butterbean fought him at WrestleMania, and it was just like, it was the worst thing, because there's two different weight divisions, for sure. This is clearly an unsanctioned match. Butterbean's a mess. And he just, you just see the one drop punch to the face, and Bart's out. Like, it's just, it's uncomfortable. Butterbean, a lot of people treat him like a joke, but that guy had power. If you see some of it when he was younger, and like, Oh, yeah. Shape, quote unquote. Watch <laughs> some of those MMA bouts he he did in Japan. He he did some early MMA stuff too, where it was it's just like he's got that knockout power. That punch is gross. There's a lot. There's a lot of weight behind that, that thing, and I'm not dirty, saying dirty that. Dirty punch. Yeah, I'm not saying that as a joke. He's he's a heavy dude, but man, jeez, no, not want to have that. May, what is it? Floyd Mayweather uh, in the Big Show. <laughs> yeah, the brass knuckles. <laughs> the brass knuckles. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, but that—I mean—that obviously was after kayfabe had been abolished, and everybody, everybody knew that wrestling was for show. What do you think of the upcoming fights? Speaking of which, what are yeah. the upcoming ones. Yeah, some of the uh, Connor Khabib stuff. Well, that'll be good. That's, I like that's like a throwback match to you know very guys who are very specialized in their own disciplines. Mm. So they both can do it all, but well, that'll be a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Any other things you're looking forward to? What do they? De La Hoya has announced that uh, Liddell and uh, Ortiz. Yeah, my dreams are coming true. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like I think Ortiz might actually win that one. Like it just in terms of who's aged better, <laughs> it comes down to that. Yeah. It's no longer like Chuck's always gonna be considered the better fighter, but mm-hmm. they're at just these points in their lives where Chuck's a little worse for wear. Yeah, he's looking rough. They're, they're both I mean like Tito I think his back is messed up. He's been for like twelve years. Yeah. It's not like it's getting any better, but I just think uh, cognitively he's doing better. <laughs> is uh, what is it? Um, Chuck looking a little punchy. Uh, a little bit, but yes, for a while he doesn't. He hasn't really declined that much. He just look. I've seen some training footage. He looks slow. Oh. He slowed down a lot. Fair. And for his style, he like he was a good counter puncher. So he he needs that reaction time. So yeah, we'll see. Do you think and this uh, do you think boxing is more popular than MMA still? Or do you think that the UFC because of its branding has overtaken it? I think it's more popular. I think MMA is more popular in North America, okay. but worldwide it's harder to say which one's more popular. I would say boxing is more popular worldwide just because you have like Mexico, uh, South America, like other places in South America where boxing's huge in the culture. And then in Europe, boxing's fairly big. You got big name boxers coming out of Europe, which are drawing people's attention. So I would definitely say on a global scale, boxing is bigger, but mm. MMA is 
probably in terms of popularity surpassed it in North America. But it's making a comeback. You got, you know, Canelo Golovkin coming up. That's a big one. Got Lomachenko. He's garnering a lot of interest. So there's some there's some exciting, exciting prospects. And it's it's stronger than it's been in years, I'd say, the boxing scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, I I think it's also, too, I guess, is it that if you don't have anyone big in North America, does North... Because I'm, again... I don't. I want to get into the boxing game. It's hard to sometimes, just because you don't know who to follow, or I don't know who to follow. It's not organized at all. Yeah, like, there's like so many different uh, organizations. So if it's not organized, how do I know which as as a consumer? How do I know who's good, who's in the top? I mean, UFC's getting to the point where. It's it's kind of becoming a bit of a dish, uh, like a uh, bit of a mess too, where it seems like anybody can just challenge for a title shot, including a guy like a guy like Brock Lesnar, who just, I mean, Brock's Brock, but and it's definitely you know. Yeah, plus, he got busted busted for steroids. Yeah, right? and then he comes back to a title shot, which is interesting. They seem to be doing that type of stuff. The uh, for for boxing, it's like you got to follow. Like there's Showtime Boxing, HBO Boxing, and if you have subscribed to one of those, that's the easiest way to follow that stuff. And then there's, then you have the stable of fighters, which some are with Golden Boy, some are with uh, Mayweather's promotion, some are with uh, another promoter. Yeah, some are (laughs) with like Eddie Hearn, and there's like these different promoters who have their stable of fighters. Mm -hmm. So that's another way to kind of get a lay of the land otherwise it's pretty difficult there's so many weight classes so many different division uh organizations with so many different belts it's just like pretty tough to and there's no and there's no one and that's the problem with boxing there's no one brand you can associate with boxing it's always this is the big fight it used to be wbo i think right and then that is it the iibf or is it IBF? IBF, WBO, WBA, <laughs> WNBA? <laughs> Every acronym you can think of. Yeah. yeah. Sooner, sooner or later, we're just going to have Thunder Thunder Lips versus Balboa. <laughs> Still the greatest match. Another, another, yeah, I wonder if that was actually inspired by Anoki and uh, Ali. It might have been. That's actually a good point. It could have been. Because uh, was that before or after? Because that would have been after. It was it been? been would Rocky three would have been after? Rocky three was in the eighties. Yeah, like, that's full on eighties. I think the Inoki fight was in the seventies. Which is funny because I think the whole idea behind Rocky one was based off of an Ollie fight as well. That one was based off of Chuck Webner. Yeah, where he just he fought he this one no name guy and the guy went the distance with Ali, and that was that was a big that was exciting. And Stallone's like, hey, if I could, if that guy could do it. I think I could make a story about another guy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gives Stallone so much props for writing Rocky, but yeah. it's just uh, hey. Apollo punches Rocky. Rocky punches Apollo. Apollo punches Rocky. Uh, <laughs> he's typing that in. <laughs> I like it. We don't have a visual on that. He's finger typing on his typewriter one at a time. 
Just doing the chicken scratch. Oh, ask you. Hey, Paulie, come on. That I will give him this. He wrote it in one. Like, can you believe he wrote it in one night? It's like, yeah, I do believe that. Have you seen the movie? I'll say five. Maybe, maybe one. One, one was a good movie. Five, I'm like, yeah, he probably. That was like, hey, we'll shoot this scene. I thought that might have been a curb your enthusiasm moment. Rocky one is like, one of my favorite sports. Movies. It's, That's true. it's so good. It is. But even though I just shit on it. I just love I love the fact that they they I see I have like the special edition and you have the old trailers and it's always they're calling him the next Pacino. The next Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. He's but, the next De Niro. Stallone is Rocky Balboa. And then you realize he plays that same character. It was such a good character, he played it in every other movie he did. I, I really like the Rocky character. Yeah. Just, even in even in the latest, the Creed movie, he was, I, he was the best part of that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love the Creed. I think, actually, Creed is has uh, breathed new life into that whole franchise. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And the second one looks cool too, like Drago Son. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, the only thing I the only thing I'll say about Creed, there's one scene that they just could have done without. And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, there's there's a scene where he's ru- he's running through the streets of Philly. They got the ATVs. And yeah, the- and the dirt bikes. Where in Philly? Where in the hell in Philly are you doing ATVs and dirt bikes, dude? I think that's probably a thing that actually exists, which is why they put it in the movie. It's it, it seems very specific. This it seems very mid two thousands. It's like, <laughs> hey, you know what's trendy? Hey, we gotta we gotta appeal to that dirt bike. I like that scene. <laughs> no, the music's great. It's Good, it gets like, you hyped. What <laughs> dirt bikes? You could have just done like. Well, why not? <laughs> how about just motorbikes? Like, because that's probably it's more likely on the streets of Philly. No. I don't know. I th- I feel like that's probably what is there. <laughs> it's it seems like it was. Who's just, dirt it was bike like, you can find? I don't know. Like why would why else would they think of it? Because <laughs> <laughs> they wanted. I just I because some studio exec once said, seems, "Hey, my nephew's a dirt biker. It, I'm financing this movie." It, it seems like something they saw in the streets. Like, oh, we should use that. We should put that in the movie. Do you that's think the, that's what that's happened? That's kind of like the idea. That's how I can see I that can't, I gotta, working its way in. Oh my god! I'm gonna look up this. I'm and I gotta I gotta see if that's if that's the case. Jeez, Jeez Louise. Okay, fair enough. I take it all back. But if they just put that in there for the sake of putting it in there, I just don't think in for Philly. Who's like? <laughs> I can see it. I can see <laughs> it. Have to dirt bike up those stairs to get to the Rocky statue. <laughs> da, da, da. All right. That is the I, one I, uh, I, like tragedy of that whole thing. Is like everyone when they think of Philadelphia and boxing, they think Rocky. When they should be thinking Joe Frazier. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's even in the first Rocky movie. Right, he is. <laughs> hey, Joe. Yeah. hey Joe. Hey Joe. Hey <laughs> Joe. Just Joe. Joe Frazier, I think, was. Uh, he was in the movie uh, sparring. Like he actually, uh, Sylvester Stallone had real real boxers come in do yeah. some sparring, yeah. and uh, I forget if it was for the first one or second one. But you know, there's you can see Roberto Duran is in one of the training scenes at uh, Mickey's gym. Are in you the serious? First one. Yeah, Roberto Duran is one of his sparring partners. Probably Roberto Duran like lay a beating on Stallone <laughs> for, and for real. 
<laughs> yeah, just to like show them this, this ain't no like movie bullshit. <laughs> so, um, I think Ernie Shavers, uh, Spider Rico, <laughs> Spider Rico, yeah, the headbutt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard he headbutted Stallone. <laughs> yeah, Ernie Shavers was in it too. I think Joe Frazier. Yeah, well, in that even in that fifth one, wasn't it? Tommy Gunn was an actual legitimate fighter. Oh yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, I don't know what his name is, but. Oh, why am I for it's to, to Tommy Morrison? And they didn't. The, the the worst part is he died of uh, HIV. Really? Tommy Morrison, yeah. Tommy Gunn. How long after the movie? Recently, he, I think he died within like somewhere around 2010, like in oh. that area. Oh, so okay. within the last decade, he died. Oh. But uh, yeah, he was a he was a top heavyweight for a while. Oh wow! Well, yeah. I mean, was it, did he fight Tyson ever? No, he did not. He fought George Foreman. He beat George oh. Foreman by decision. Oh wow! Did yeah. he ever win the belt? It was. I think he won a belt. Uh, the yeah, sorry. There's like <laughs> as we established in boxing, there's no the it's it, promotions. He he was a victim to possibly one of the worst knockouts I've seen in boxing. Is watch. Tommy Morrison versus Ray Mercer. Ray Mercer knocks him out so bad. Like, he hits him in the head. Tommy Morrison kind of falls to his knees against the ropes, but he's still upright. Mm -hmm. He's, like, being held up by the ropes. And then Ray Mercer just throws three more bombs to his face while he's knocked out. Just brutal, brutal fight. Tommy Morrison versus Ray Mercer. Yeah. To... Ray Mercer was a beast. I'm actually... Yeah. I'm going to look that one up. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Morrison was a beast. He had, like, one of the best left hooks in history, so... No, he stopped at Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, he lost the Rocky to Street yeah. Fight. Yeah. Stallone, who's, like, five foot <laughs> seven a, on a good day. He's having flashbacks to Burgess Smith. Get up, bro! Get up! It's just he's blackout. He's, he's blacking out because he's been punchy from... Uh, uh, what's his face? Drago. <laughs> These flashes. That was, that was a rough one. That, like, that was by... I, they don't even mention it. No. But if you notice, though, the latest Rockies, it, it is still... It's not like they erased that from No, him because it's still canon. Yeah, because he's not in the mansion anymore. No. Like, Rocky's canon. He he's, he's back in the old... Yeah, he doesn't have a robot, and he's back in the old Philly neighborhood, just mm-hmm. like in Rocky Five. So they, like, didn't erase that con- uh, continuity. <laughs> I like how they gave him... I like how they gave him a restaurant. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, it works. Adrian's. Uh. Yeah, Adrian's. Like, but it's sad that like, the one, the funny thing is though, well, not the funny, the tragic thing. I guess Talia Shire had enough of the, the Rocky franchise. I thought she actually died, which is why. <laughs> That's exactly. It. I haven't <laughs> like, oh, seen for alive. years. And he was, yeah, he's just yeah, he could have come back for a paycheck here. Although I don't know what are you really gonna do with that one, especially with that character. I think you've already told that love story. I think having her die off was the right choice because it gave Rocky more mm-hmm. more room for his character to move. Like, it gave him a direction for his character. Like, life without her. and like yeah. So, it really worked. And that's, like, some of the strongest stuff in those movies, I would say. Yeah, there's no purpose. That's the thing. He doesn't have a purpose, kind of, without Adrian, and he, except for boxing. And in that Balboa one, which is pretty... is not one of his better ones. I think it's somewhere... It's I think it's better than four, but it's not as good as, like... 
you know, it's three. not good. Like four is great. <laughs> four is a music video. <laughs> it's, it's with a burning heart. It's about to burst. And it's just it's there are probably about three songs. It could have been just the album is done by Survivor and Bill Conti. Like this soundtrack, it's just it's pretty much Bill Conti's and then Survivor's just whatever tracks they decided to do. Minus I the tiger. Greatest movie montage of all time. <laughs> so, no, Rock. rock what Would was you it say called? The first, uh, uh, four was the greatest movie montage? Four. I four think I gotta go three, good. where where it's him and Apollo running. Uh, yeah, the beach. Oh, <laughs> the beach. The beach scene where they just. Rocky, oh, the, Rocky II's was probably the most forgettable. Although he does grab the chicken. Yeah, the chicken one. The chicken. Oh, no, wait, the yeah, chicken. Yeah, the no, chicken one. one. Yeah, that yeah, is Rocky. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Crap, thunder, and piss lightning. <laughs> That's. I think the thing with the Rocky, the second Rocky, though, I just. I like the first one so much, and everyone told me the second one was even better because he finally won it. He wins the belt in that, in that second one. But you get to that point where, I don't know, he's, I just think the Adrian in a coma lot thing just didn't I didn't the, sit well with me. I was just like, this is dumb. So the plot line is, it lacks the direction and purpose of the first one. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of meandering. It's like, oh, what am I going to do? Do I do the take the title shot? Do I no, 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 and then, no. yeah. And then the rematch, I mean, yeah. It's just Well, it's trying I think it almost has the grit of the first it's trying to retain the grit of the first one whereas instead of embracing the level of like I don't know the camp that it could arise to in the third. Yeah. <laughs> like what's Hulk Hogan's gorilla press slamming Rocky into the th- into the fifth row? Hey yo, I'm gonna punch you for a little while, and you're gonna punch me for a little while. We just do a little dance. They went they went full 1980s. In the that was third epic. one. They're like they went on cocaine and never looked back. <laughs> that's right. They well, it's funny. They say that's what launched the that's what launched the WWF though. That li- the that Thunder Lips? Thunder Lips, because Thunder- Hulk Hogan was not a big star before that movie. <laughs> he, I didn't know that. Yeah, he gets Rocky. The, he was Well, he was coming up in the AWA, and then he wasn't even with the WWF at the time. He left, I believe this is how it works. He left the AWA to go to the WWF. He'd bounced around a couple times. He'd been to, like, Japan and, like, stuff. But then he gets he gets into the, the Thunder Lips thing, and uh, what is it? He that that automatically made him recognizable and brought him as a big face. So when he resigned with the WWF, they made that he was able to cut some more good promos and uh, he became champ. So you're saying no Thunderlips, no Suburban Commando, no no Mister Nanny. What is it? <laughs> yeah, no Suburban Commando. No no holds barred. No uh, thunder in the paradise. Oh, those! Oh, yeah, he made some beauties, didn't he? Yeah. He's oh, no he's, little Hulkster in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> he's just. Oh, one of the worst things you could do to a victim of cancer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what he said? I think I saw that promo. He did that for a fan. <laughs> Oh, it's Except just so uncomfortable. Who, like, it's a sad story, but <laughs> like his the way he dealt with it was to make that awful song. Yes. <laughs> Little Hulkster in Heaven. Oh. 
Yes, uh, just not the not the best way to approach that. Well, you know what? If, if it gave the family comfort, I don't know. The one that I like. That's how the kid's going to be remembered, is that awful song. <laughs> it's true. Just because he had to indulge his grief in a very Music- well, <laughs> stupid way. That's true. <laughs> the one I love... Oh. He's, he's, the one I love is... Have you seen um, Macho Man's rap album? No. I, oh, wait, wait, I've heard. He had a diss track. <laughs> he has a diss track to Hulk Hogan, but he also has one that he never he would never perform live, brother, because, oh, yo, Macho Man wanted to do it for his good, close friend and buddy, Mr. Perfect. It's him rapping about his Mr. Perfect's passing. And I think, again, the little Hulkster in heaven and the Mr. If you're going to do the wrestling voice, I don't know if that necessarily is conducive to the emotional content that you try to com- convey there, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's funny. It's, yeah. There's some other... I'm trying to think of worst athlete musical crossovers. There are a few. Deion Sanders had a couple bad ones as well. Shaquille O'Neal do any? Oh, yeah. Kobe, Kobe how's my ass taste? That's... <laughs> That have you heard that one? No, I haven't oh, heard that. It's heard so that. good. Look it up. I'm Shaq. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. Have you ever? Oh, his big his big Shaq podcast is. I think that's what it's called. Big time podcast. Oh yeah. You'll hear. You have two radio guys talking, and then every so often Shaq chimes in. Yeah, I remember that. That was good. That was a lot of fun. Shaq looked that. <laughs> oh my god. It's good. Anyway. Like that. <laughs> Big Shaq. Uh, well, this has been fun, man. This has been a yeah. good... I think this has been good. We're going to do this again. I guarantee it. Um, why don't you give me a plug? Plug your... Uh, give yourself a free plug on here. Whatever. Sure. Uh, if you want to see some of my work, it's KE Media. Con Media.com. So it's K-A-A-N-E-R-A-S-L-A-N. Media.com. Follow me on Instagram. No, fuck that. Don't, don't follow me. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. No, no. Just sound yourself short, bro. Yeah, you, you do it good. And my, yeah. Oh, thank you. All right. I'm, I'm getting by. Well, that's been it. That's it. This is it. This is the end of the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, what am I calling this show? I've, dude, I went through like six noise, lines, <laughs> six lines of shows. It's like, it's a local, tra- yeah, unnecessary noise. That's it. That's it for the show. You can check me out at TJ Tullock. Tweet me at TJ Tullock. Follow me on Instagram, TJ Tullock. And if you want to check out the old website, maybe leave a comment or two, we're telleclub.wordpress.com. All right, guys, this has been fun. 